grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. I have a question for you tonight, dear listener. Do you think that Valentine's Day is a commercial crock or do you use it as a way to reconnect with your partner? Well, whatever side of the fence you sit on, hallmark or not, we hope that the 14th of February has been a little bit of a reminder to you to invest in your intimate relationships. And within that vein, Sindra and Luke from Conscious Couples are going to be joining us tonight to talk about two extremely sexy workshops that they have coming up. They will certainly push you into a new realm of sexuality. Our resident relationships and sex therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, will be along to talk about erectile dysfunction. And as always, the queen of the Newcastle drag scene will be with us, Timberlina, as we delve into drag therapy. This week, we'll be hearing from a lad who wishes that his girl would ask for sex in a little bit more of a seductive way. We're going to be talking through that issue and many more. You're listening to After Dark. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark. It's always a pleasure to welcome Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples back to After Dark. How are we today? So good. Fabulous. Luke is wearing a hat. Uh, Yeah, he is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, look, full disclosure, everybody, uh, you know, I usually Luke and Sindra are absolute ninjas with their schedule. But today I just had to remind them that we were going on air and I caught them uh, having, a, having a little snuggle. So, uh, yeah, look, Luke's hair is uh, a little bit messed up. But, bit dishevelled. Bit dishevelled. But, uh, look, it's in keeping with uh, with the content of this show. So I'm more than comfortable with that. That's fine. Not, not everybody can come out of a snuggle session uh, looking absolutely fabulous. And I kind of feel like... Uh, looking dishevelled, um, can wear that with pride. Absolutely, you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not only do you talk the talk, you walk the walk. And that's right. important for, <laughs> yeah, for your line of business. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to. <laughs> 100%. We actually um, signed up a new couple last night to our 12-week coaching program mm. and we celebrated and we uh, like were just so pumped. And, yeah, normally when that happens, we're even more inspired to walk the walk and do the thing. So that's exciting for Valentine's Day, a little sign up. That is exciting. And, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day, it look, it, you know, could be commercial crap. I got sport rotten, so I'm not in that school. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, right? Yeah, Two bunches of roses. Like What a man. Absolutely. Yeah, and I did lobster mornay from scratch. Just saying. I know. Wow. So impressive. Um, That is impressive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We were were impressed that a couple, you know, on their Valentine's Day 
booked in a, a like a sign up call at 7:30 in the evening and decided to change their relationship which absolutely is- because yeah i mean it is you know sort of commercial but at the same time it's a really good opportunity just to check in and go okay what do we need here? So that's amazing. I mean, I think that's the best Valentine's Day present that anyone could give anybody is to, yeah. you know, work on uh, your relationship and your and your sex life. It's fabulous. Yeah, very it's cool. very exciting. It's good to see in the world, especially coming into the new year, people starting to spend, after last year, spending money on themselves mm, and sort yeah. of what we're going to speak about Absolutely. today Absolutely, well. yeah is um, the other cool thing is cindra has got a workshop coming up this Friday called Clay and Rosé with Deeper Blue Ceramics. Yes. Um, and we've seen some incredible humans spending money on themselves and their relationship with themselves for this workshop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, expand on what it is. I mean, it's not, it's not your first ro- rodeo. You've done this one before, but it is absolutely amazing. Yeah, we did it last year. I'm pretty sure we sp- I spoke about it on the show Uh so my friend Amy makes uh, ceramic dildos, which are amazing. Mm. And we've spoken about them on the show before. Uh, they're body safe. They're comfortable. They're beautiful. And the workshop is around kind of embracing your pleasure. So, yeah. and bringing out the creativity as well. And which means sometimes for adults getting like a little bit uncomfortable mm. because we don't really do things like painting and creating and things like that. So giving people an opportunity to get out of their comfort zone, come and paint their own ceramic dildo and we'll be facilitating some conversations around pleasure and, you know, intimacy and holding space, holding space for that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So that's this Friday. It's yeah. Friday and you get, to drink, you get to drink wine while you do it as well. So, you know, that makes it even better. Oh, that gets it across the line. So how do people book? <laughs> Uh, they can book through my Instagram, so at Cindra Banks, and there's a link there to yeah grab your spot for Friday. Yeah, uh, six thirty to nine thirty, so a great way to spend a Friday evening. Absolutely, you know, late Valentine's Day gift to yourself. So last year, I helped facilitate. Uh, the workshop and then I got involved and painted my own dildo and everybody was doing these absolutely beautiful um, like stunning watercolors and I ended up making mine look like uh, like I guess um, a lifesaver uh, like the, all the colors of the rainbows in the stripe and at the top I had painted a yellow head and then a smiley face. A smiley on a face. Like a smiley face emoji. Yeah, yeah. You showed yeah. me before we went on air once, and um, yeah, and I actually took a photo of it because it was so amazing that yeah. your dildo had a smiley face on the end. It's just so happy to pleasure me, and I'm just so happy to sit on it. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we also have, uh, well, I am involved in a workshop that's coming up uh, on the 26th of February uh, at the Open Mind Space um, with uh, amazing human Ellie from Comfortable In My Skin. Okay. Where I will be doing a Shibari demonstration on the wonderful Cinder Banks. What is that? So, what is so Shibari? Shibari is uh, Japanese rope bondage. Oh, very yeah. cool. I so, do remember you telling me that you did learn how to do this for Sindra's birthday last yeah. year. Yeah. And now yeah. you're gonna share the secrets? Yeah. So Yay. I've been doing I've been doing private client sessions in teaching like the basics. Um 
and you know around consent and boundaries and safety. Um, safety and you know pleasure and therapy from this and yeah ellie is coming ellie does like incredible work there's going to be a dominatrix demonstration there and i'm going to be doing a shibari demonstration where i'm going to be um tying syndra and i'm just going to be showing like the very basics around um exactly all of that consent safety um, boundaries and the basics of the technicals like the really simple knots that you can tie um and yeah, it should be a really fun time. Cinder's not going to be wearing much. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, that's always a fun time for you, Luke, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's kind of a dress-up theme, a bit of a dress-up theme. So, like, you know, wear your best honey birdette. Get the honey birdette sets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Dust off the cobwebs. Yeah, 100%. All right, so where can people – so what date is that again? 26th. 26th of Feb at the Open Mind Space in Broadmeadow. And you can find the link for that on my Instagram at Luke Skews. Uh, and yeah, I guess the thing that we thought would be important to talk about this is following on from our last session with mm. you is, you know, do, starting to do the things for your yeah. relationship this year, like get out there, start, start going to events, start looking for support, start having fun, start booking date nights in. And, um, and that relationship that you have with yourself is going to uh, flow into everything else. Yeah. And Amazing. if nothing changes, nothing changes. So it's like, yeah, cool. You can keep doing the same old thing. However, if nothing changes then nothing changes, it's just going to stay the same. So yeah, getting like a little bit uncomfortable and putting yourself out there and, you know, going to these new events and kind of just seeing what happens. Amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Guys, uh, two fantastic events coming up. And, uh, yeah, get onto it, people. They do speak the gospel. You really do need to, you know, put some work in to your relationship and feed it in the same way as you would feed yourself food or give energy to your job. This is, you know, your, what we all work for. We don't, uh, we don't live to work. Um, we work to live and uh, these relationships are actually paramount. So make sure that you're giving it the love and attention that it deserves and learn something new. So you can get onto these amazing, amazing events through Sindra's Instagram and Luke's. I cannot wait to see how these events go, guys. Us too. <laughs> keep, keep, uh, keep you in the loop for sure. Excellent. You're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Some love and sex advice? Searching for the answer to your complex, confusing, or downright awkward questions. The queen of the Newcastle drag scene is in the building. It's time for In Bed with Timberlina on After Dark. Well, here she is, the queen of the Newcastle drag scene, Timberlina. Welcome back to After Dark. Hello, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, and we have so much fun um, answering these questions. I mean, you know, we—is <laughs> does that make us terrible people? Are we like, are we like getting off on other people's pain? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say we actually have a probably a bit too much fun. <laughs> oh look, I can't go serious. I just can't do it. Um, you know, there's so there's so many obvious lines. Um, but look, um, 
what you need to understand is that Timberlina and I, although we're brilliant, are not uh, trained psychologists and uh, you need to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but look, a lot of what we say is quite profound and we're both considering going back to uni to study because uh, we're knocking it out of the park, quite frankly. We really are. It's <laughs> <pretty> amazing. <laughs> okay, so... Our first question tonight is from a lad, which I love because women are really good at sharing, but it's sometimes a little bit more difficult for the male species to reach out. And I'm so, I'm proud of whoever you are, um, longing for passion. Um, that's, that's what he's called himself. But um, I really love that uh, the lads are getting in on this too. And we have a lot to say on that front as well. So, um Well done to you. Here it is. My girlfriend used to be really sexy and seductive, but lately the way that she initiates sex is horribly unsexy. She'll pull my hand down her pants in this... Um, and in this way that feels very lazy or she'll say something like want to do it it makes me cringe how do I get her to be better at initiating she's done it before um, so I know she's capable of being sexy oh um (laughs) uh, oh you love (laughs) (laughs) I guess it comes back to my thing of communication mm-hmm. um, and opening up about how he feels with her, I guess. I don't know. This, um... Do you want me to, do you want me to dive in? Yeah. Okay, great. Handing it over. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. If you start a job, obviously in those first couple of weeks, you want to impress, uh, you want to, you want to knock it out of the park and that sort of thing. And once you do that though, Uh, In your job, you're quite motivated to keep doing that. Yes? Okay. So, as I like to say, uh, we work to live, not live to work. And so, therefore, our intimate relationships are actually quite important and they require a little bit of upkeep. And what I feel has happened here is that you've both reached this point in the relationship where, quite honestly, you've got a bit lazy. (laughs) So I think that girlfriend needs to just, you need to say that, you know, you, you need to, so what you could do to sort of put this on the table is, is maybe, um, you know, plan a romantic night and put some effort in and that sort of thing. And she might think, oh, maybe I could put in some effort and be a little bit more seductive Um, because you don't want to let this stuff go. You know, it's really important to keep bringing the spice uh, back into into your relationships. We've just had Valentine's Day. I knocked it out of the park. I cooked lobster mornay from scratch. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like rose petals and, you know, and lingerie and the whole thing. Yes, he's a lucky boy. But, you know, yeah, my thing is, is that you can't let that stuff go. Because it's your it's your primary relationship. You need to feed it and you need to not be lazy with it. And I think there's a bit of laziness going on here. Yeah, take it back to when you first met. Yes. Yes. Just remember, take it away, take it all the way back to that. Do they call it the honeymoon phase? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Take it back to that honeymoon phase and 
light that fire again. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true because uh, we do. And yeah, I just think, and you, you maybe need to sort of go, you know, when encourage the behavior. So when she goes, you know, darling, do you want to go out for dinner and, you know, have a, have a fantastic night? You need to reward that behavior with, I love that. That's fantastic. That turns me on. And that will sort of give her the idea uh, that perhaps the other way is, is a bit cringe. Very cringe. (laughs) Couldn't even imagine. (laughs) Call me traditional, but yeah, uh, yeah, I I don't think I'd initiate like that. I mean, good that she's initiating. We have a lot of people sort of say, you know, my girlfriend never initiates and I'm, and I feel like I'm doing all the heavy lifting. So at least she's initiating. It's just her tone. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Next question. My boyfriend watches a lot of porn. I actually like watching porn too, but only when we're together. My boyfriend often says that he's not in the mood for sex. And then I find him watching porn. Mm. We have had a similar question before. And uh, there is such a thing as a porn addiction. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So what you need to work out, you need to have an honest conversation, which is... What's your word? Communicate. Excellent. So. I was like, oh, no, what am I meant to say now? Communicate. Yes, yes. So you need to have a a conversation. And I've I've actually come across, it's actually funny that this question has come up because I have um, in, in the course of my research for After Dark because, you know, I mean, what a terrible thing to have to research every day, you know. <laughs> um, hate my job, hate it. Uh, I've actually talked about um, desen- like and learned about desensitization this week. Oh. Yes. So um, certain types of vibrators can do that for women, actually physically. Yeah. So you can um, actually use a vibrator too much. But as well as that, um, porn can have a numbing effect because you see all these outlandish things and yeah. then uh, regular sex uh, between two humans is actually, in your head, boring. Yeah. I, I mean, it ma- makes total sense. Yeah. That's probably what's going through his head. 100%. So what you might need to do, and this is, this is where we hand it over to professionals, is you probably need to have a chat with him about um, maybe going for a little while without without porn and seeing how he copes with that and does your sex life improve. And if it's starting to be a real issue, go and see a sex therapist. Yeah. Mm. You nailed that one on the head. You didn't even need me for that. I'm sorry. Your research Um, is really paying off this week. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've just learned something today, so that's good. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, last question. You can do this one because I did all the heavy lifting on the last one only because, you know, of my research, it just happened to fall into place. Okay, here we go. My partner wants to know what I like in bed. 
and I know that he will do anything to please me. However, I'm a bit hesitant to say what I like and I don't exactly know. And even when I do, sometimes I don't know how to describe what I want. I don't want to give him ineffective instructions. I feel like maybe this will make me frustrated, kill my mood, or maybe make him confused or feel bad about himself. How do I learn to talk to my partner in bed? This is all you. Communicate, communicate, communicate. I mean, for me, like if this was me, I would be like, obviously you're going into an open mind when you're having any kind of sexual relations with somebody. Mm. Like I feel like everyone needs going with an open mind. And I guess if it's something physical, you, you can move them or move yourself into a way that you find that you like it. Or you could be like, maybe try this, maybe try that. It's more about exploring if you don't know exactly what you want, like explore each other and till you find that rhythm of what you really like. And then you're both going to know once you connect, you know, you connected, um, but explore, don't just go in there and be like, Oh, I'm frustrated because you're already going to be frustrated when you first start. Um, so go in with an open mind and then explore, find out exactly what you want and how you like it. And, Boom, boom, boom. 100%. So I think maybe a two-pronged approach. So first of all, you need to do some self-exploration and find out what you like and what, you know, like do you like clockwise or anti-clockwise? I mean, you know, these are these are all important questions. And, and then, uh, yeah, look, no one goes into particularly partnered couples. I mean, there are your random hookups where the person just gets in there, gets what they need and get out. But you're in a relationship here. He wants to please you. Mm. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with taking the time to just go, oh, like, you know, move, you know, two centimetres to the left or uh, change the direction or change the speed or whatever. And they love that. They love being told, you know, slower, faster, harder, um, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they want to please you. Mm. So I don't think that there's necessarily uh, a problem with uh, him receiving that information. I think he'd be happy to receive mm. that information and get some instruction. But you need to maybe um, explore what feels good for you so that you can communicate that. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's what you should do there. So, look, go and visit Flirt Adult Store. Get some little... Um, toys to play around with yourself, find out what you like, be able to, uh, you know, communicate that to your partner in your learnings and just, you know, let go of the, of the, I might offend him. He's going to love it. He's going to, he's going to love working out with you like a sexual jigsaw puzzle. What sends you into the stratosphere? I love that. That was so great. (laughs) What are you up to this week, my love? What aren't I up to this week? Um, I am, I've got a cabaret show um, at 48 Watt Street Friday night. I'm in Dubbo on Saturday. And then I'm actually heading to Sydney for Fair Day, Mardi Gras Fair Day on Sunday. So technically a day off, but I'm going to go in drag. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Can never have too many sequins at at, um, Fair Day. Right. So that's me. Just, yeah, 
follow along on my socials and see all my activities. Excellent. You can find out where Timberlina is performing at timberproductions.com.au and give her a like on Facebook and a follow on Instagram for all of her shenanigans. That was Timberlina on After Dark. We all know the brain is the biggest sex organ, so it's no wonder there's a fair bit of psychology behind our sexual practices. Our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, helps us navigate our way around the bedroom, or whichever room takes your fancy. What head are you thinking with on After Dark? Well, it's my pleasure to welcome back our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie. Oh, welcome to After Dark once again, Gabrielle. Uh, you know, we were having a little bit of a giggle uh, in the intro there, whichever room takes your fancy. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about parenthood and the challenges around that and um, locations and um, <laughs> before we went on air. So we were just, it, it was just quite funny there, but anyway. That's an in-joke, but I'm sure that all of you at home who are navigating a sex life around children can relate. But today, we are talking about something that doesn't get brought up very much at all, and that is sex and ageing. Yes, and we all age, so, you know, it's really important to know this stuff. Yeah. How to keep your love life alive. Once you're heading into your, let's say, 50 years old and onwards, sex life. Yeah. That's when the changes start. So, yeah, there's menopause for women, but there's also a menopause or viropause for men. I've never heard of that before. Well, they keep it a secret. Right. Okay. <laughs> so like we're... Tender, we're the crazy ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, but there is, yes. Okay. Right, so there yeah. is actually sort of a male equivalent of menopause. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's big changes in the body in uh, both sexes. So what happens with male menopause or viropause, as it's sometimes called, I suppose men will notice that they get physical and emotional changes. Uh, they might get mood swings, poor blood circulation over at this time can make it harder to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, their energy levels drop. Uh, they might feel because they're aging, they'll lose interest in sex, and then they do. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. If they start having negative thoughts, like oh, I'm getting older, or what if I lose my erection, or so a bit of sexual performance anxiety. Can I still pleasure my partner? Have I just had it? You know, like a horse that needs to be put out to pasture. If they start thinking like that, they can give themselves erectile dysfunction and performance anxiety. Sure. And then just withdraw and shut down Mm. because men aren't as comfortable talking about what's going on for them. So ladies with your partners, if, you know, you've been together, you know, 40 or 50 years and suddenly he's just withdrawing and, sitting in the shed and no more sex, <laughs> probably showing a bit of compassion and and perhaps the possibility that this is happening. Right. Okay. That's really interesting. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. So, okay. So, oh, yeah. More importantly, men's testosterone drops. Yeah, well. right. So, so they get a taste of what it's like to have to be in, like, like a woman to get in the mood. 
they've got to work a bit harder to get in the mood or get their physical body to work the way they want. Or And they don't like that. They've had it pretty easy, generally, a lot of guys, mm. where the testosterone just goes, yep, ready, here we go. Blast off, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Meaning so. work required, they go, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to our world, fellas. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Gabrielle uses the analogy of a bath and women are like cold baths and we need to be warmed up slowly. Uh, so this is a double-edged sword here because men are actually yeah. then starting to experience what, um, like the effort that it takes to get a woman to um, – to be turned on and ready for sex, right? So they have that journey. Uh, but conversely, because I'm all about equality, women, yes. we need to be applying the same techniques as we want to warm up the bath to our men if their testosterone Absolutely. is dropping down. Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of guys, a lot of men over 50, if they're experiencing any of these symptoms, uh then they'll lose confidence if they're worried about whether they'll be able to get erection or keep an erection or get them in the mood or orgasm or not orgasm. If they start worrying about that, they might find it harder to, you know, just have any sexual desire. So the seduction that women needed to get themselves in the mood, uh, you might have to do that to your man. Like you might have to initiate sex more or um, reassure him you're happy with all the outer course, whether he can get hard or not. So, you know, just maybe initiate some massages or some cuddles and just take the pressure off having any orgasms at all. Just say, I just want to be close to you because I love you. I don't care if we, you know, um, if it ends in orgasm or not. So, yeah, women can definitely play that role because what happens with women when they go through menopause is their estrogen drops, you know, mm. um, so they've got more testosterone. So some women after menopause want sex more. So right. men and women sometimes swap roles in the sexual, sexual roles as they age in a partnership, and that right. can be quite a shock for them. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so women might find themselves wanting more sex than their male partners. Um and but however you know you might not lubricate as easily mm-hmm. um without the estrogen so you might have to buy some water-based lube because you can also you know it can be a bit more painful the vaginal lining thins things like that so yeah it's good to have some of those water-based lubes and a lot of women go oh well i don't need that i never needed it before but if he's struggling with his he, himself like helping himself get in the mood and then have to get you in the mood. This can help if you're, you know, introduce a little vibrator to hold on your clitoris or you um, have the water-based lube. Neither of you will have to work so hard to orgasm if you want to. So practice when you're alone uh, and then you'll know what you need and how to do it a bit yourself, you know, yeah. why, why, why you're helping him uh, get in the mood and stay in the mood. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I think it's really important to bring this to the table because it is, you know, we talk about sex and, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of literature and stuff around about, you know, 20 year olds that are like Randy Goats, but 
you know, we want to have a fulfilling sex life, you know, right throughout our lives and we're entitled to it. So, you know, understanding these changes, uh, you know, probably the the biggest hormone change that we've had since we were teenagers and this all kicked in and we went, wow, what's this? It's just as big an adjustment at uh, at the age of 50 aroundabouts when those changes start actually happening with both men and women and ha- and we have to recalibrate. Yes, it's a huge, huge phase. And a lot of people have a bit of grief and loss around um, the ease. If they had a very easy sex life together before and they didn't have to fantasise much or get toys or do much or, you know, they have a grief and loss, like it should be that easy again. But they don't realise that with a little bit of education or seeing a sex therapist, you can actually have even better sex after menopause if you make a few adjustments or after viropause that men go through. Um, So give yourself some self-compassion. Yep, you're changing into a new phase. It's uncomfortable. Um, And there's decreased blood flow. So... uh, to the genitals, which makes it harder to orgasm. Mm. So but there is ways to still have a great sex life. And one of one of the best ways to make sure you will have a great sex life um, as older lovers is to keep fit and healthy. So mm. exercise, uh, eating, eating well, eating lots of veggies and salad, uh, all of this will keep your body parts like uh, athletes, male and female athletes can have just as much sex as young people. Yeah. At their age. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, everyone should be getting out there. <laughs> on the <laughs> treadmill. Come on. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you were lacking motivation, I can't see what would be better motivation than that. Gabrielle, yes. maybe you yes. should, maybe you should get a, a gym sponsorship. And um and oh tout, that God, to- <laughs> tout that to tout that to to prospective gym clients. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you don't want your sex life to go down the tubes, maybe you should exercise. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, we always have, it's so educational, but we always have a good laugh and I love it. So (laughs) Gabrielle, thank you so much once again for joining us on After Dark. That was our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, and you are listening to Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio, brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Our time together draws to a close for another week, dear listener. We have another sexy show coming up for you, same bat time, 8pm Thursday next week. My name's Louise Wilkinson. May you have the sexiest of weekends. You've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.